Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We'll talk a lot more about the San Francisco 49ers yes, this sir. hour uh, we'll look ahead a little bit to the San Francisco 49ers and the Philadelphia Eagles. We'll talk about the rest of the football games uh, that happened as, as as well over the weekend. Another Kings thing I, 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 I want to bring to your attention, it certainly got my attention following the 76ers game, mm. was Mike Brown mm. talking about Malik Monk. And he referenced Malik Monk, and it was it was you know something along the lines of you know it's not not something we've addressed yet, but if it, you know it, it it's 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 something we're gonna have to address. Mm-hmm. And I'm listening to Mike like, okay, I wonder what he means by that, because you can't do to Malik Monk what you've done to Terrence or 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 Rashawn mm-hmm. or at what point Shemezi like that that isn't gonna work. Mm-hmm. Like Malik is way too valuable, even when the shot's not falling. He's way too valuable for this team to 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 even consider making a change there, in my opinion. I agree with you. I mean, there's no time there's no time to mess around. You know what I mean? Like just just have a talk with him and say, Hey, get back to playing your game. Don't stress about anything. I think I think Hell, just the, tweet, uh, I gotta do better, Sacramento. It worked <laughs> last go. time. Just tweet right, that again. Right. Uh but yeah, man, like have a talk with him, have a sit down with him, you know, to make sure, you know, heart to heart, let him know he's good, check on him, whatever the case may be. And that should be it. Yeah. There is no minutes mm-hmm. reduction or nothing Mm-mm. like that. Like, no, he's he's part of what you do. And that's, that's some would say, maybe the gift and the curse of this roster. I like the roster. Uh, I've said it before. I don't think they need to make major moves. If there's moves made, cool. But I don't think they need to do anything. But this is who they are. You got guys like Malik Monk who, who are kind of streaky from time to time. You got guys like Chemezi Metu who are streaky, Terrence Davis. You're going to have ups and downs throughout the season. That's why they average what they average, right? Because they can hit 27 one night and eight the next, and that averages out to about 15. I don't know exactly, but you get what I'm saying. Like, that's that's why they are who they are. And you've got you've to ride that out if you're Mike Brown and the Sacramento Kings. And you've also got to make sure that they never get too low or anything, right? Like they're never feeling too down on themselves. Hey, I know you had a couple of bad games. Don't worry about it. Get right back at it, baby. This is what we ask you to do. This is this is why you're here. This is why you're Malik Monk. You know, that's those are the talks that you need to have on them. I feel that's what Mike Brown is doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's that's how you handle this type of group, especially a group that's so um based on their offensive skill set, right? Mm-hmm. Like the, this this group of guys, they, they're a bunch of offensive players. So you got to make sure those offensive players feel good or as good as possible, as much as possible. Malik does so much on the floor too where you always want his shot to fall because it feels like the game becomes more dynamic. Mm-hmm. He becomes more energized mm-hmm. when his shot's falling. Um, but he contributes so much – he throws some 
he throws some stellar passes yes. that are scary as hell in real time, <laughs> but seem to hit their target like nine and a half times out of ten. Pinpoint. Like he threw one to Domas where he went full like magic wrap around ball like tucked in like right here and 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 just like almost spiked it to Sabonis and yeah. boom caught it laid it yeah. right in I was like whoo, 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 whoo. <laughs> lord that that's the that's the confidence you want though you want them to have yeah. to, to make yeah. those plays and and, yeah. and the things that I say I guess I speak from experience I could I could never score on this level like Malik Monk. I'm not making that proclamation but when I played for better or for worse, I mean that's kind of how I was. Like if if I wasn't scoring, I wasn't. I didn't feel like I was doing my job. I didn't feel like it was just a different vibe that I had. But mm-hmm. let me come out and hit, you know, four of my first six shots. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I've got I've got ten going into the half. Oh, I'm I'm feeling good. There's a bounce to my step. You know, I'm I'm feeling good about what I'm doing. And I think those are the guys. Malik Monk is that way. I think Terrence Davis is that way. Not that they're not trying, not that they don't want to do other things, but that's their that's their fuel. You know, mm-hmm. that's that's where they get their energy and their get their spark from is what they're able to do on the offensive end. So you if if you're Mike Mike Malone, if you're Mike Brown and the rest of that coaching staff, you don't ever want them to not feel comfortable and feel good about what they're doing offensively. Whatever you may have said to Chemezi Metu or Trey Lyles or Keegan Murray, you know, say it to Say it to Malik, because mm-hmm. there's no alternative for Malik Monk. Yeah, like you can, you can, yeah. you you could work, you know, you could work with the rest of your lineup. Mm-hmm. We could argue over what works, what doesn't work, what's best, what's not, when they're winning, when they're not. We could, we could do that all day. Malik's a part of that, though. Yep. Like Malik is an integral part of that. And I think you you said this uh, a couple of weeks ago. Mike's pressed all the right buttons this season. Well. Go go go! Find Malik's button and press it. Absolutely. Get 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 him going. And if that doesn't work, steal his phone and just tweet about Sacramento, and and he'll go off that night. Yep. Like that's that's kind of what <laughs> we've seen. Happened. That's kind of what what was it? Thirty? I don't remember if that was the, was it thirty yeah. three. Enough said, Malik. Enough yeah. said. We got you. And and on top of that, Malik Monk will be he'll be perfectly fine. Yeah, he I will. Got, I got no worries about Malik Monk. You know, this may be. I'd have bigger concerns if he was like turning the ball over too much. Mm-hmm. Like, not, not, I just, it doesn't fade. Obviously, you, you want guys to hit open looks or wide open looks, as, 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 you know, Will Z would check on those stats. But, mm-hmm. yo, shot doesn't fall. I still, I still trust Malik to do enough right and impactful yeah. on both ends of the floor to where it'll be just fine. Because his, it, I, I his his energy absolutely intensifies when his shots falling and the crowd gets behind him like no other but i don't feel like he's ever down or lazy when the shots not falling yeah like yeah. he's still hustling he's still moving he had a block in yesterday's game shot didn't look i think it was like 3 of 10 yesterday it wasn't particularly pretty that dude was busting his ass on the defensive end yeah. especially he, late he's he's part of what we talk about what I, we talk about it i talk about it about the only thing that matters to Malik is is winning games man he wants to win. You know, he wants to be a part of a winning team, a winning season, a winning organization. I feel like he's the type of guy that's gotten wrapped up in everything that's going on here in Sacramento. He loves it. You know, he loves everything that's going on. And there's plenty of nights where, you know, he, he's been hooping. He, he's had, you know, 20-point games. And then the next night he got four, and he's on the bench in crunch time. And who's the first guy off the bench, you know, after a big three? It's Malik Monk, Terrence mm-hmm. They're off there you know, getting hyped and, and hyping everybody up, man. So um, I say all that to say his energy and to kind of piggyback off what you said, his energy isn't dependent on whether he's scoring or not. He's just about trying to play the right way, doing what he can for this team and winning basketball games. Got to love that. 22 straight double-doubles uh, for DeMontis Sabonis after the weekend with Saturday's double-double mm-hmm. coming with points and assists. Mm-hmm. Only had nine rebounds in that one. Interesting note on Kevin Love's 53 straight. Mm-hmm. One, and, and no one will be surprised by this, they were all points and rebounds. Mm. Two, it ended in Sacramento. Mm. Who was he playing against? DeMarcus? It ended um, March DeMarcus. 20th, 2011. 
Oh my gosh, what was yeah. going on here in two thousand? So put put that put that lineup together. Did we even know if the Kings? Jason Thompson even? shut his ass down. I don't know what it was. He actually to 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 be to be fair, he only played fifteen minutes. Huh. The Kings, I think, won that game by like it was some abs- like thirty one. Wow. It was like some just absurd number. Uh, Derek Williams. He didn't play the next three games. Came back and played two. And then sat the rest of the season. So I think it was like game 70, 71 of the season or something like mm-hmm. that. Uh, he wound up missing the next three, playing two, and then being down for the game. But, but 53 ended in Sacramento. Now, now the funny thing is, I was. There's also an Elgin Baylor 55 in there as well. Double doubles? Yeah, there's, there's, there's an. Uh, wow. I, I, I couldn't find the years for Elgin Baylor because I wanted to find out. Because Elgin would be far more likely than Kevin Love. Yeah. To have a couple of points and assist, yeah. double doubles in there, um, but yeah. But anyways, point being, Sabonis's double double was points and assists. I had a thought. It, it was alive. a, it was a ridiculous thought, you know, because, oh yeah, it would count. But I remember late in the game, I was looking and he didn't have the rebounds. Yeah, I like, damn. I, s- <sighs> oh, I started man. thinking Monday the same thing. The, Monday on D'Lo and KC. Does this count as a double double? Yes, yes. I what started thinking about? the same thing, and then I realized, wait a minute, it's a double. <laughs> like, what are we talking about? Of course you, it counts. What are you doing? And I guess originally they had credited him for a rebound mm-hmm. on the final purposely missed free throw. Yeah. And he had a triple double. Oh, they took it back. I and they took it back. That. Yeah. They uh, they they scored it differently. Uh Shortly thereafter, yeah. and and he went back down to nine rebounds. He had a uh, he had a triple double on Friday too, didn't he? He did. Yeah, there were a lot of crazy numbers on Friday. It was Keegan Murray's twenty nine and fourteen. Keegan nine and fourteen. Keegan that Keegan had that arena on fire. Let the Murray. It got louder every three that he hit. Yeah. One it, one really under discussed. Stat is the he's the second quickest player to 100 made threes mm. to Lori Markinen. The Sacramento Kings sent that note out wow. on I think it was Friday night. Yeah, but yeah, he's he he got there in 42 games. Markinen got there in 41. I think he's tied with Luca for 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 the second fastest. Mm. Yeah, yo, that's a that's 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 major. Not a note that I would have I would have expected. Yeah, that is major. By the way, Sabonis eighteen, fourteen, and fourteen mm. on Friday. Good lord, man! <laughs> he doesn't. He 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 don't have Jason Kidd triple. No, numbers. not at all. No, he, he don't get a, like all the time. But when he gets them, mm-hmm. they're like you know it. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. But no, Keegan Murray. You know, I was thinking after that game, and you know, maybe I was just fantasizing Mariah Carey. You know, and O O D B. Yeah. After that game, but it was like, damn, I wonder what Keegan's gonna look like in year mm-hmm. three. Mm-hmm. That's like, why James Ham and all this trade Keegan Murray stuff need to calm down. <laughs> and then I wonder if Keegan has it in him, in his game, to like get some ball handling stuff and be able to work somebody off the dribble and you know and because if he gets that in his game, Lord have mercy, it could be a problem. Will Z says Keegan is on pace to break the rookie record, which was 107. Uh, by Donovan Mitchell. A hundred. Who who's right here? One hundred and seven or one hundred eighty-seven? Uh, one hundred eighty-seven. Sorry, oh, okay. I said one hundred. One hundred. Okay. Yeah, one hundred and seven. He'd break tonight. One hundred and eighty-seven. One hundred and eighty-seven. I'm sorry. Keegan is on pace to break the rookie record. One hundred eighty-seven uh, by uh, Donovan Mitchell. Man, Keegan. You think he'll ever dunk and yell? If he don't do it after Friday, then I don't think. He'll yeah, know. he got. That's why I was. That's that's why I was thinking. Like, we'll we'll like by the third year, will he just? Catch a body and scream and flex like Malik would. <laughs> I think we would all lose lose our minds. Oh, we'd go nuts. <laughs> the 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 first time, the first time Keegan Murray shows emotion on the floor, it's going to be the biggest pop in the history of the Golden One Center. <laughs> I remember because louder than the cookie pop. Oh, the cookie pop is the cookie right pop. Now. That's that's what I'm saying. Keegan yeah. emotion is going to outdo the the cookie pop it's like um i think some celtics fans like older celtics fans they'll tell you you know that one celtics play they always show where bird and i think it's robert Parrish or dj are on a fast break and they pass it back and forth like three or four times and then bird gets it in dunks mm-hmm. they say like 
they just lose their mind because Larry never dumped. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he dumped. They're like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And that's how we do it if Keegan dunks and, like, yells. We'll just <laughs> – We'll just spontaneously combust. Oh, yeah. The, the, <laughs> just light the beam for that. Immediately just light the beam. Uh, we'll come back. There's a there's a lot more we want to talk about as it pertains to the Kings. We want to talk about De'Aaron Fox, uh, fourth quarter Fox on Saturday. Ooh. My goodness, man. Uh, and and I, I got, I've got some questions, uh, okay. particularly about what you've dubbed the Kings superpower. Mm. So we've got that coming up, and we want to dive into the San Francisco 49ers as well. It's the 49ers, the Eagles. They're back. Uh, in the NFC Championship. We'll talk about that when we return here. Steve and KC on Sacramento Sports Leader, ESPN 1320. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. D-Lo and KC continues streaming live on the Odyssey app. Odyssey app, ESPN 1320, 98.5 FM, HD2. You can catch us on YouTube.com slash ESPN 1320, Twitch.tv slash ESPN 1320. You can even catch us on Facebook Live. Just search ESPN 1320. Uh, hit the like button. You can watch us there. We'll get back to the Sacramento Kings. We'll talk a lot more about the Sacramento Kings. Uh, James Ham will be on his way in here. Uh, we'll spend part of the day with him. Uh, talking Kings basketball as well. The San Francisco 49ers move on. To the NFC Championship again, and I think above all else, and I know you're 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 dancing and you're celebrating, and rightfully so, in a big matchup against Philadelphia, and yo, these dudes are back in the NFC Championship. Sixth time in the last twelve years. That's amazing. The it really is like no shade. That's amazing. Game. Third time in four years for Kyle Shanahan. I mean, this is this is a a, a hell of a run they're on right now. Um, and to be honest with you, I don't mean to sound like this. I don't want to, you know, Sunday is Sunday. That's the only thing that matters. I mean, it's it's not they, – they've got it rolling with that organization. Yeah. It's not going nowhere. No time soon. We are in the midst, and this is why I talked about the win. I don't know how long this window's open for this particular group. You know, maybe it just is that two- or three-year run. But Kyle Shanahan's not going nowhere. This is his sixth season. Yeah, this I isn't think? the Rams where no. you got guys waffling with retirement and Amazon Prime paychecks, no. and you it, know, I mean, you, you saw what happened when the Rams. I mean, Matt Stafford was a was a shell of himself. We yeah. talked about this all off season. Like, I really don't think we're talking enough about Matt Stafford's shoulder. Like, there seems to be a problem here. Right. Uh, he never got going this year. Like this, that's not what this team is. No. This team has all pro players entering. Their prime, mm-hmm. and and the 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 personnel, the front office personnel between Shanahan, uh, Parag Marate, John Lynch, Adam Peters. I mean, these guys are a one. Yeah, they have built this thing from the ground up, where they're an absolute juggernaut right now. And I mean, this is they're there. They're gonna they're gonna be they're gonna be here every year. And this is one of these years. This is one of their opportunities. NFC Championship game, uh, second time 
in, in those three years with Kyle Shanahan, they've had to go on the road for an NFC Championship game. That's a little frustrating, but it is what it is. I know Philly is the truth. Philly can go. Yeah. They, they are. You look at them on paper. You hear scouting reports from them. People talk about them. They, they look stacked, right? But um, the two things that that you need in playoff football is you need a defense, and you need to be able to run the ball, and that's what the 49ers do best. And I think they're gonna have more than a chance on Sunday afternoon. More than a chance. I think they're gonna be game. They're gonna be ready to go. The Eagles open up uh, as favorites. Last night it was one and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, it might be up to two in, in in some places. I saw one and a half uh, when it opened uh, last night. But I think one of the key things to watch will be that 49ers defense mm-hmm. against that Philadelphia Eagles offensive line. Mm-hmm. That Eagles offensive line is rated as the best in the NFL. Yeah. And we saw, we saw, we were talking about Eric Armstead earlier. We saw Fred Warner, Nick Bo- we saw them frustrate Dak Prescott yesterday. We saw them get in the backfield, uh, whether it was, you know, Tony Pollard, you know, during the brief time he was in there, or Ezekiel Elliott, who's just cooked. And it's amazing. It's amazing how bad of a football player he has become. Like, his season is incredibly bad. Hmm. Uh, He's done. He played his last game as a Cowboy. Nah, I think, I think they, I think they got one more guaranteed year, oh, don't they? Man, I thought they could I think, move off of him. I, I, I think it's one more. Hmm. Um, I don't know if Jerry will eat it, though. If, if he's willing to eat it, it should be because hmm. – they got nothing from him the entire season. They got absolutely nothing from him. Yeah. They're not they're, the, the, the the Eagles' offensive line says they're not going to be able to do that. Now it's the old you know Gorilla Monsoon, Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant line: the irresistible force meets the immovable object. Something's got to give mm-hmm. uh, right there. I mean, both can both can stand pat, but would the Forty Nine er? And this is a question to you. Would the 49ers' defense be as impactful if they can't get to Jalen Hurts? Um, I, and I don't no, mean put him no, in the they, dirt. I mean, yeah, no, they they wouldn't. They got to get pressure to him. him. Yeah, they got to they got to um, they got to make him feel them. Yeah, um, on, on, and that uh, in his dropbacks and even when he's trying to run and all this other stuff, that absolutely has to be the case. I I look at this situation and I hate it. I hate it when people were saying this all week about the Niners because it really doesn't matter. Like they passed the eye test. They they look good. They are good, right? But I look at the Eagles and I see all their numbers or whatever. I was looking at the the numbers. They haven't played a winning team since October 16th, I think it was. Or it might have been the following week. They hadn't played a, a winning team since October 16th, maybe the 23rd. And three, or they've played one, two winning teams since then. One of the teams is the Giants, who they beat three times in that span. The other is the Steelers, who ended up being nine and eight. So they haven't really been tested like that. They haven't seen a defense like this 49ers defense. They haven't seen an offense like this 49ers offense. But you could make the same argument for the the 49ers. I just think these are two really good teams. Like, they both passed the eye test. You look at the rosters. Man, you see this name, that name. He's he's good. He's good. He's an all-pro. This guy can go who even doesn't get the recognition, but he's good. Like, they got a bunch of guys like that. I think this is going to be a hell of a game on Sunday. I don't think you're going to see what you saw on Saturday from the Eagles against the Giants. That beat mm. down. I don't yeah, think you're that, seeing that. I think the Niners are coming to play, and I think they're going to give the eight, the Eagles everything they can handle. I absolutely feel they can win. They beat the Cowboys on October 16th. Uh, that's probably the game that you're mm-hmm. thinking of. They did beat the Steelers on October 30th, uh, and then – all of those games against the the Giants there uh, at the end, um, but I I think you 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 preface that beautifully because I don't care what any of this schedule stuff says they pass the eye test, mm-hmm. uh, but I also don't well I I won't back away from what I said Wednesday Thursday and Friday thought the winner of of the Cowboys Forty ers was was going to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl I and agree. I still think that's 
going to be the case. I just think this is going to be a fight. I and I think it's going to be what yesterday's game was to the 10th degree. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's a good chance you see a lot of field goals if you get that one Christian McCaffrey touchdown in there or a Debo touchdown or or Brock can get one. Brock made some beautiful throws he yesterday. Did. By did. the way, what do you think about his game? I I thought it was very I thought it was solid. Mm-hmm. In fact, I, I I take that back. I thought it was really good mm-hmm. because I thought the f- and 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 Stanley talked about this earlier when he called. I thought. Cowboys played probably their best defensive game of the year, as as they should in this moment. And, you know, they were put in bad positions by Dak Prescott. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just didn't have enough to, to, to break through on, on that 49ers defense a second time. Mm-hmm. But I thought that Cowboys defense was extraordinary. I thought Michael Parsons was incredible. I thought he was really good. I, I thought they put you they, – they, they put Michael Parsons – Shout out to Mike McGlinchey. They put up – well <laughs> – Cool. Damn. Damn. <laughs> I think you meant RIP Mike McGlinchey. They put him across Trent Williams a, a lot. Mm-hmm. And it 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 allowed other guys to 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 get pressure onto Brock Purdy there mm-hmm. or to get pressure into the backfield. Um point being, I thought the Cowboys played the, 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 the defensively the absolute, you know, game of their life. And I thought Brock. I mean, the the credit to George Kittle, that incredible, oh, arguably game saving game. catch. That yeah, was the play the game. that 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 was. But he 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 had another one to Kittle. And I, if Will Z did football sats, I think this would be labeled as an ultra tight window, because mm. he you talk about threading something, yeah. and he caught Kittle in stride. He hit Ayuk uh, uh, like I I I really do think Brock played very very good in under the circumstances yesterday, and I felt great coming out of that game knowing he played mistake free. Mm. He did not turn the ball over. He did not put his defense in a compromising position. Yeah, and I I agree with you. I thought he played really well. You know, um, he he wasn't like the reason why they won or he. You know, put the team on his shoulder. Nobody's saying that, but um, that I, I agree with you with that Cowboys defense, particularly that front seven. I thought they were phenomenal yesterday, and that was a a reason why the Niners didn't do some of the things we normally see them, like mm-hmm. the you know the misdirections yep. and the screens and stuff like that. That's because that Cowboys defense. I, I give them credit as opposed to saying Kyle didn't do this or the play call or whatever. No, that Cowboys defense was balling. They which, were absolutely balling. Which makes Sunday really interesting. Because, mm-hmm. I, I, again, this is, this is the number one versus the number two defense in, in the NFL. The San Francisco 49ers are number one. The Philadelphia Eagles are, are, are number two. Yeah. And if, if, the, if the Cowboys and the work that they did uh, kept them from running those misdirection plays, what's, you know, what's Kyle's approach going to be against Philadelphia? And they got – uh, James Bradbury, their cornerback. Yeah, he's 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 they got some ballers on the in the secondary at the the second level and on the on the defensive line. Kyle's gonna have to find a way to neutralize him somehow, mm-hmm. and because he's so good, he's the type of guy who can take away that three yard slant that goes for sixty. Mm-hmm. You know, he's the guy who can all of those things we said. Brock Purdy can do to help. Hey, you don't don't overextend yourself like you're good. Yeah. Yo, they they can eliminate that. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 they can, but here's the thing about the 49ers and why they are so good um and can win a Super Bowl this year. A lot of that stuff was taken away yesterday. And what they do? Mm-hmm. They found a way to win. Yeah. Like like nothing was one. really cooking for them mm-hmm. and they still found a way to win. And that's you know, I was thinking about this um and I'm not saying this is going to happen, but I knew a lot of people, oh, man, 1912, or they were beatable, or, they, you know, they played a real team and they didn't. Well, does anybody remember what the score of the 2000 NFC Championship game was with the greatest show on turf? No. It's 13-9. <laughs> they needed a Ricky Pro touchdown to beat Tampa Bay in the NFC Championship game. And that's one of the great offenses we've ever seen in our lifetime. It happens. It happens, especially in playoff football. Those things happen. Um, but the fact that they were able to to bite down and get some drives at the end of that game 
to to score the touchdown number one and then put it away getting a field goal things of that nature I mean it's a testament to to the 49ers man I I, I thought Brock made some throws I thought he was pinpoint on a number of different throws and I thought he played good uh yesterday yeah I'm with you um official numbers for Brock Purdy yesterday 19 of 29 uh, 214. Uh, George Kittle had five targets, five receptions uh, for 95 yards, mm. including that massive bobbled three times, then caught. I think that was a 31-yarder uh, from him there. Uh, Debo had four catches, uh, 45 yards. Uh, not a big day from Christian McCaffrey, uh, but you had Elijah Mitchell. Those two combined uh, kept the run game strong, and then I think it's going to take an effort like that again. Uh, against Philadelphia, um, that combined run game is going to have to wear down uh, that that Philadelphia Eagles defense. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think this game in the NFC is going to look a lot different than the one in the AFC. Mm. I I, I think these are two very, very different football games coming up this weekend. What you what you seeing? What you I see another I see another low scoring game for no, I mean, for the AFC, I see a lot of points scored in that game. I see, I see Joe Burrow and Ken, and, uh, and and Patrick Mahomes uh, throwing that rock all over the field. Oh, I love Joe Burrow though, because we 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 like half-ass mentioned this at, at the end of last week. Like, hey, you know, the NFL threw them them neutral site stadium tickets on sale. <laughs> How you feel about that if you're Cincinnati? Because there's only <laughs> one. It's not like no matter who wins, yeah, you're going to a neutral site. It's and I understand if you're the NFL why you do it. Yeah, like I get that. Like, do. I I understand that. But if I'm Cincinnati, I also understand how I feel about that. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I love that Joe Burrow referenced it. Yeah, go pff, hope hope them things are refundable. <laughs> go 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 get them refunds. Send them out. Because uh, ain't nobody gonna be in the Mercedes Benz Dome in Atlanta. No sir. Ain't nobody no, gonna be sir. there. That, I, I um. I think I think that's a, a terrible matchup for the Chiefs. I think the Bengals are a bad matchup for the Chiefs. And the way they were able to get after uh, Josh Allen on that defensive line, you've got Mahomes, who is not going to be as mobile um, as he High has been in sprain. the past. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it, would all, it was already a bad matchup before that. They're going to shoot steel into that dude's ankles <laughs> to make sure that he can – he can go on uh he go he's gonna play, but there's only so much you can do. No, I, I, I they they can shoot you up all they want. There's only so much you can do. Well. You remember what I said about Dallas, how I was anxious about that game for the San Francisco 49ers because mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I know Eric Armstead tweeted about it. I, 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 I believe Dak though, and this is the this is the shortcoming. When you say things like we wanted Dallas, mm-hmm. we we wanted it because we we needed to write the moment from last year. The the, <laughs> the problem when you say that publicly is when you lose, you get responses like you got from Eric Armstead, which mm-hmm. and Armstead that's totally fair. That's a totally fair response from him. Talking about you wanted who? You wanted the San Francisco 49ers, you know who we are? Perfectly fair. Mm-hmm. But I I I feel like Kansas City is the same way. Because everybody's talking the way that Kenny Carraway is talking. Everybody's talking about this is a bad matchup and how Cincinnati has won. They won last year. Beat, they, 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 they just keep beating Kansas City. I, I think they're aware of that. And I, I, I think they're aware of that. I know that they're aware of that. Mm-hmm. And I think there's, there's something to that mental aspect. 49ers, uh, the, the Cowboys played as good of a game as they probably possibly could have. Mm-hmm. Because Dak Prescott, Dak Prescott's turnovers—that's part of his game. Right. That's the good with the that's bad that you deal with. That fits into the realm of of of, of a Dallas Cowboy game, mm-hmm. and they still lost. It's certainly, the same thing could happen with Kansas City. Yeah. I don't think that it is. Uh, I think there'll be minimal points scored in the NFC Championship and a lot of points scored in the AFC let, Championship. Let, let and me, I'm my Super Bowl pick's still alive, so there's no way I'm leaving it. I think I had oh no mine isn't I had Ravens. Um mm. <laughs> let me let me ask you this. Low scoring game in the NFC championship game. I'll jump back over there real quick. Who who does that benefit? In your opinion? 
My first thought is the 49ers. My first thought is no one. Like I don't think it I don't think it moves the needle for either team. I, I think it I mean, because if you if you're saying it's a low scoring game, you've neutralized San Francisco's offensive weapons. Mm-hmm. I don't my, I don't I don't think it I don't I don't think it favors e- either of them. My thought is the the closer the lo- if it's a close game, the longer you keep it close, the more the Niners have the advantage. Why why? It's one of those things maybe you can't measure, but one of the things that nobody really talks about, they love talking about it with, with Brock Purdy and, and, and all this other stuff. The Eagles ain't been here before. This group of Eagles ain't been here before. Well, and, and that's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a completely fair point because I was going to say something about Nick Sirianni yeah, be, kind of being in this moment Kyle, for the first time. Kittle, mm-hmm. Debo, Trent Williams. Obviously, Purdy hasn't. But Fred Warner on the other side, Jimmy mm-hmm. Ward, Eric Armstead, Nick Bosa, they've been here. Mm-hmm. And, and it's one of those things we talk about. If you can bring bring them out into the deep waters and see if they can swim, mm-hmm. you know. If, if I don't want to use such a morbid example, but you get what I'm saying. Uh, let's see, because when it when it's crunch time, we've been there. I don't know how Jalen Hurts is going to handle it. AJ Brown, obviously a, worse, a wide receiver, that's a little different. Um, he's had some moments with Tennessee, but those other guys in Philly, they haven't had those type of experiences. So if you can keep keep it tight. And you know, maybe start to get them to feel a little bit of the moment. And you've been in that moment before. You you should be used to it. I think if it does benefit anybody, it would benefit the Forty ers I I see that. I don't I don't have any I don't have any problem with that. Um, but you still got to get points somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. And I I I feel like in the case of the San Francisco Forty ers it it feels like a second half. 10 point lead is almost insurmountable. <laughs> like if you're, if you're, and, and that could be true for Philadelphia too. Yeah. But from, from the San Francisco, I don't, I don't feel like the Philadelphia Eagles, and perhaps this was the point you were just making. I don't feel like the Philadelphia Eagles offense is dynamic, is as dynamic as San Francisco's. Mm. So you get a couple that might wind up being all you need because expecting Philadelphia to get a couple back just to get back in the game might be against that defense mm-hmm. with a less dynamic offense might be asking for a lot. One of the things a lot of people, and I've done early, early research on this just, you know, so far in the last 12 hours or whatever that is, is a lot of people talk about that, that game on Saturday with Jalen Hurts, and they talk about his willingness or lack thereof compared to when he was healthy to run the ball and to get outside the pocket. And if I'm the 49ers and I can take that ability away from him to make him a little skittish about the the possibility of running, now now I can start to slow down this this offense a little bit. I think that's the the big X factor and the big key for that Eagles offense is their run pass ability and also run pass ability with the with the RPOs and the zone reads with Jalen Hurts. You take that out of there, I I think it's a problem. I'm. I feel really good. I feel really good about the 49ers going to to Philadelphia. I feel really good. I think that defense As travels. I think they going they gonna have something that that Eagles team is hasn't seen yet this year, and we'll we'll see if they can they can handle it or not. We'll talk more about this uh, as the day goes along. These are these are the four best teams in football. Yeah. In, in, in my opinion, even yeah. pro football focuses rankings. These are four of the top five mm-hmm. teams. No, the, 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 the one not here, I'm sure most people could guess, is Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Um, here's a note, though. Just a note. That's all it is. It's numbers. Uh, Kyle Madsen posted last night. Our guy. Starting, indeed. Uh, starting rookie quarterbacks are 0-4 in conference championship mm. games. Uh, the performances aren't spectacular. As a matter of fact, I think he said there's a point differential of negative 41. Mm. The only one-score game, I believe, uh, was Sean King. In the, ga- in not, the game not, I just not, referenced. Not, not, not that Sean King, but in, in, <laughs> in the, the, the game Kenny just referenced there. Um, that was it. Wow. I think that is just a it, – it, yeah. it, it doesn't mean nothing. That's – it's just the number. I think I think I think Purdy's I 
I feel I feel real good about this game. You should. I feel real good about this game in this group. And and, and Leezy, the, the, the Eagles fan, he should feel really good about I, it too. Absolutely. The one yesterday, that's the one where I was like, they got to get past this. And there was a lot of there was a lot of angst, nervous energy. All this. That's because it's stuff. the Cowboys. It would hurt yeah, more to lose yeah, to the Cowboys than with the Eagles. With it. Yeah. And I think this this Eagles one, I feel good. I feel like there was a little bit of a. I feel like there was a little bit of a hump they got over yesterday, and they're going to be ready to work. They're going to be ready to work on Sunday. Niners going to be ready to work. You thought I was grittying earlier. Boy, oh, boy. I'm going I'm to do the gritty in front of Stacy's office. Uh, go do it. <laughs> go do it. She here. Go do it. With no explanation, just go do it in front of her offense. I'll grab the camera. We'll, we'll, we'll step out. We'll come. If you're on uh, YouTube, if you're listening on the radio, go to YouTube.com slash ESPN1320, twitch.tv slash ESPN1320. I'll hold the camera while you go dance in front of our boss's office. And then I'll come back and do the rest of the show by myself. We'll talk Kings basketball. I want to talk about fourth quarter Fox when we return here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN1320. continues streaming live on the odyssey app back here on 1320 james ham gonna join us here uh pretty soon i was gonna say phone lines are available for you but oh. indeed they are not phone lines <laughs> the, are, the, the, we got oh. we got we got jonathan working on some things for us <laughs> the phone lines will be back soon yeah and 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 when they come back Yep. I need to hear from Niner fans. Mm. I need to hear from Cowboy fans who was talking crazy. And I need to hear from Raider fans who on the low tried to link up with Cowboys fans yesterday. I saw yeah, you. I sneaky. saw you. You're not yeah, slick. You're on the low. You tried to link up. I need to hear from your hating asses too. We'll let you know when the phone lines are ready for you. But uh, there was a lot of I don't get it. There was a lot of hating yesterday. Like how are you gonna join a you gotta join allegiances with cowboy fans. Yeah, they don't even like the cow. But the Raider, the Raider fans are known to do that. They, they, they linked up with their, they linked up with their arch rival against the 49ers in the Super Bowl. They linked up with the Chiefs. So Ooh. you know, hey man, <laughs> it is what it is. It's not surprising. It's not surprising. Although, look, I, I'll be honest. I don't know. Like if the Cowboys played the Raiders, nah, I think I'd go for the Raiders. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'd go for the Raiders. Okay. Yeah. It's, yeah, I, it's I, not I, even I, that. Hard. That's why I don't know why it's that hard of a decision for Raider fans, like Raiders versus Chiefs or something. Will, this is, this or is, Niners versus Chiefs or something. This isn't even a question from Kirk, but I feel like it poses a good question. Kirk says, dreams and nightmares on repeat. Will you skip all Meek Mill records for the next week? Yeah, he ain't, there ain't no Philly in my car. No no Meek Mill, no, no, no Fresh Prince, no. no Will Smith. No, no. I ain't even watching no. the rest of Bel Air. Dude, you know that show's been out for a real. It's like it's almost like eight finished. Episodes like I'm almost finished, finish. but I don't have to wait. How many whack basketball games did you watch? Um, you know the yeah, funny. Don't thing answer is, that, please. Well, look, the don't funny thing was I couldn't. I tried to watch basketball on Sunday. I couldn't do it. It was Indiana, Michigan State. I couldn't watch <laughs> it. Uh, they had uh, Houston and Temple. And Houston, number one, went down. Yeah, uh, in that game. So I yeah. couldn't really watch that. It was Memphis and Cincinnati. I even tried to watch uh, Louisville and NC State women's. Couldn't do it. I, I could mm. not. It was, yesterday was miserable. I thank God they're playing at twelve on Sunday. They that are. Was miserable. Yeah, they got the early game. Fox got the early game. CBS got the late one. Uh, NFC then AFC. Uh, no Kings basketball next Sunday, no, so we'll just be no. uh, locked into the football games. Uh, I hope the 49ers can get it done, man. We'll talk more about these conference championship games, uh, both of them, uh, as we move along. Plus, we'll talk about some of the things that we saw uh, this weekend, including Patrick Mahomes' injured ankle, what that mm. may mean uh, for Kansas City uh, moving forward. I do want to jump back into the Sacramento Kings as, as, right now, though, because I realize they're, you know, in, in, in the loss, and it's frustrating on Saturday night, De'Aaron Fox had another one of those fourth quarters, man. De'Aaron Fox was trying mm. to will this team offensively uh, to a victory with it, something that has become so normal this season for De'Aaron with 14 points, five of seven shooting. He had four assists. Again, all in the fourth quarter, 31 points total uh, for De'Aaron Fox. Uh, it wasn't enough. Obviously, they 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 lose by two. But 
his performances in the fourth quarter, man, are really, really special. That's the crazy thing about these performances is it's not like he's going three of 11 in the fourth. Like, he's killing. Like, he's, like, damn, they're making all his shots in the fourth quarter. He's unguardable. He's hitting from mid-range. He's hitting, getting to the bucket. He's hitting from threes, getting to the free throw line and knocking those down. This is something that, how many games are we in now? Like, 45? Yeah, 40, something right. like that. Yeah. We're 40, almost 50 games in. This is just what he does. This isn't a hot streak. This is what he does this yeah. year. It's yeah, 26 and 19. So that's, yeah, that's 45. Um, I just, I, I, I just can't sing the praises of, of De'Aaron Fox in this season that he's having uh, enough. My man continues to prove uh, he is a 2023 All Star. I do want to, I do want to ask you a question though. And it, you know, it, it 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 comes to mind because of what happened on 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 Saturday. What was the final score in that one? One twenty seven, one twenty nine. So mm-hmm. one twenty nine, one twenty. So they scored one hundred twenty seven points. Mm-hmm. You talk about their superpower a lot, right? The Sacramento Kings superpower. We can be frustrated with defense. We could talk about defense. We can scheme to how this team can play better defense. Trying to figure out what the better lineup. We could do that all day. Mm-hmm. But you've been very very consistent that the Sacramento Kings superpower is their ability to score. It is their dynamic offense. Does that work? And it's impossible to know what Saturday's game would have looked like with Joel and James Harden. And it it, it could have been a completely – it would have been likely a completely different game plan with a completely different strategy, completely different you know players involved. Uh, Tyrese Maxey probably wouldn't have, wouldn't have been living at the rim with Joel Embiid down there. Now, the, the massive amount of points in the paint may still have been there, just would have gotten there in a different way. But again, mm-hmm. we don't know what that game would have looked like. Does the superpower work against really good teams? Um, and 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 I'll, and I'll 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 repackage it a little bit and say, would the superpower work against a team who is, say, a six seed? A six seed? Mm-hmm. Yes. The the teams that you would, like, be concerned about or like are, like, top three seeds in each conference. So, hypothetically, let's go back to your 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 – your Marcus Thompson uh, fancy steakhouse uh, in San Francisco. <laughs> Shout out Mastro's, uh, man. That, 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 that regular people like me and everybody listening can't get into. Only esteemed, enough, only esteemed people like Kenny Caraway and Marcus Thompson can get into. You'd be surprised how many regular people were there. Let's let's get, let's go to I the. I was like, Damn, is this the BET Awards? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Kyle Draper. <laughs> let's go back to that three versus six scenario. Mm-hmm. Do you think that that works against the Warriors? Uh, yeah, I think you do. It does. You can. Okay. You, like it works. Like, will you win? Am I guaranteed? No, I don't know. You can though. I don't like for in comparison. I don't think you can beat the Boston Celtics in a series like that. Sure. I don't think you could beat. You probably can't Milwaukee. score those points against the Boston Celtics. Right. Right. I don't think. I don't even. I'm not even sure. You can do that against Denver or Memphis, right? But against the Warriors, a team the the thing about it with, with So them, our ceiling is getting to the NBA finals, it sounds like. We can't we can't we can't beat the Celtics. Probably can't beat the Bucks that way. No. Probably. I didn't say there's no chance. No. <laughs> but to, an, no to chance, answer your question though, like um Yeah, I I think I got can. concerned on Saturday about that. What, what what was the concern? Well, like, okay. They scored 127 mm-hmm. and lost because mm-hmm. a, a, a team like Philadelphia, who I think is the two seed right now in the East, they'll find a way. Like they'll get that stop that maybe Sacramento can't get. Mm-hmm. And if you have a team, a good team, you can neutralize that superpower because you just need to make timely stops. If you don't make stops for 46 minutes. Hell, if you don't make stops for 47 minutes, those good teams will make them for 60 seconds. Mm. And that might only be two or three possessions, but this was a one-possession game. Well, that's what the that's what the, the Kings have been able to do, though, too. Like, the Kings, they they get timely stops. That's, that's the same way they play, you know, and they're able 
they've been able on number a number of occasions to get timely stops. Mm-hmm. Like Absolutely, they've, they've been able to do that. So, mm-hmm. um, I think in a series against the Warriors or the Clippers, full strength or anybody else like that, they'd have the same capability. They're, the only difference with them is you know they get in the one twenty. So, are you going to be able to get to one twenty as an opponent going up against the Kings? Got a good chance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I mean, you got a good chance. Just being real, uh, but the Kings do get timely stops themselves. I think that's where, like, part of the frustration comes from. Is it? It, it feels like if that's their superpower, their weak point is so weak, it allows teams that don't score a lot of points to be able to score a lot of points against them. Yeah, Look, and a lot of that is because, and this was the case in, in, in this was the case in Philadelphia mm-hmm. until they just, or excuse me, this was the case against Philadelphia until they just decided to start hitting threes. A lot of those points came at the basket. Yeah. And that's their higher percentage shots. That's the maybe like I'm not ever saying it's okay. Maybe I'm just more accepting of the reality of the situation when I talk about that's just who they are. Like they can strive to be better, but until they show me different, the Kings are always this is what they will do with good teams. Worst case scenario, worst case scenario you're going to have an opportunity to get back into the game if you're not winning the game and going to work already. But worst-case scenario, you're always going to have a chance because the Kings don't play good enough defense consistently. So they're always going to give you an opportunity. That's frustrating. That's going to lose the Kings games. They lost them the game on Saturday. Yeah. So absolutely it's a concern, but I just don't know. Like I don't know if, if there's much they can do about it right now. That's actually that's a, that's another good point. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit hyundaiusa.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 